Monday, everyone, August 29th, 2022, and welcome to episode number four, zero, zero, yes, 400, episode 400 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for seeing it through with me this far, episode 400. I want you to know I love Yin's guys and gals, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. Glad that you're here to celebrate with me episode 400 and hope that you ride with me the next 100 as we push to 500. Anyway, big, big week for your Pittsburgh Steelers. They just finished up their preseason games yesterday with the 19-9 victory over the Detroit Lions. I did a study session immediately following the game with my initial reactions. Going to have my 53-man roster projection out soon. This will be the final one um, because on August 30th, which is tomorrow at 4 p.m., the Steelers have to cut down to 53. A lot of work to do. So a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about here today catch up on news and notes but again it being episode number four 400 I do want to just take an opportunity just to express my gratitude you know I've been doing the still study for a little over a year now going to be coming up on a year and a half here pretty soon and just want you to know I'm having so much fun this is something that I've always wanted to do always wanted to have my own Pittsburgh Steelers site wanted to cover the team wanted to report on the team, talk about the team. I'm getting the opportunity to do that. And honestly, when I tell you that it means the world to me that you support the site, that you read the articles, that you listen to the study sessions, that you listen to the Still Study podcast, it truly does mean the world to me. And I thank you for that. I ask, please continue to share with your family and friends. Help me spread the message of the Still Study. And I am dedicated to this long term until the day that I die, I will be running the study. So, you know, my plan is 105 years old. I'm going to keep this thing going until I'm 105. We'll see where it goes. I just enjoy it. And I hope that passion and enthusiasm for the Steelers comes through in my work. But again, thank you, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. Anyway, so let's, we got that out of the way. Yeah. Episode 400. I'm done celebrating. Let's, we got stuff to talk about. All right. So Steelers finish up the preseason undefeated in the preseason. Yeah, there's not much that you can take away from that because it's preseason. You have a lot of backup players. You've got the depth players that you're getting a look at to know what you have. But you have to feel good about being 3-0. and It means you were successful. It means you earned victories. The team gets to experience what it feels like to be in a winning locker room. So I do think that there is positives to it. It's better than going 0-3. And if you look at teams who excel in the preseason, especially the Steelers, they that there is a bit of a carryover into the regular season. Not saying that it means that they're going to win the Super Bowl or even win a playoff game, but there is an intangible impact on the team. So going 3-0 is a positive. Great work, but now the attention shifts to the Cincinnati Bengals. Just in terms of the injuries, from yesterday, 
It appears the injury to TJ Watt in his knee after he took that cut block from TJ Hawkinson. He's going to be fine. Looks like he's going to be ready to go week one, as will Deontay Johnson, who had the shoulder injury. Not such great news for DeMonte Casey, the safety who was getting on the field there in those three safety packages alongside Terrell Edmonds and Minka Fitzpatrick. He has a wrist injury that has landed him on the injured reserve, and it's unlikely that he is going to be available for the remainder of the season. So that is a blow to the Steelers because they were looking forward to running that three safety package. And who knows what's going to happen now. They just signed that Elijah Riley, who was released from the Jets. So he is there, but the Steelers probably are going to have some work to do safety. Do they bring back Donovan Steiner, who they just released last week, to sign Riley? Do they do something else? We don't know. Do they even try to hold out for the possibility for KZ to return? It's all an uncertainty right now, but really just unfortunate news that, you know, he is, he's out because he has had a nice preseason. He has made an impression on the coaching staff and the players. So we wish DeMonte Casey the best of luck moving forward. In terms of the starting quarterback, Mike Tomlin said following the game that he would not announce who that starter was, that he knew the decision that he was going to make. Look, there's no mystery or surprise here. It's Mitch Trubisky. He's going to get the first six games when he tanks if he tanks then it's going to be the Kenny Pickett show I've been saying that all along they'll wait to announce the starter just as a form of gamesmanship with the Bengals they will make that announcement probably within the next couple of days that it'll be Trubisky who's getting the start but make no mistake about it this is going to be Kenny Pickett's team and again he played well yesterday against the Lions those were three games where he has shown that He's up for the challenge. And the one thing that I like about liked about yesterday's contest is he threw the ball down the field a little bit. Now, his receivers had some drops, but I wanted to see him push the ball down the field. He did that. I saw a little bit of zip on his throws. The, the one thing that I'm most impressed with in terms of Pickett's performance is just the touch that he puts on the passes. He's able to tailor each throw to whatever the situation calls for. He did a nice job of that yesterday. So kudos to Kenny Pickett and can't wait to see what that guy is going to bring to the table once he is the man in Pittsburgh. And I'm sure the Kenny chants are probably getting annoying to him. Um, you know, every game you can't be doing that. He, I don't know. I, I Something about that just rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm sure it could be irritating to him because he's like, I, I just want to play football. But uh, we'll have to see how that all plays out in terms of the offensive line the the offensive line as a unit did better yesterday but there are still warts with that group especially Dan Moore struggling in pass protection Kendrick Green ran second team left guard I don't know if they'll cut him at this point but you know that the team is making calls seeing what's available out there in terms of a trade or they're going to be scouring the waiver wire for the upcoming cuts that will happen tomorrow. They're going to be looking to improve their depth. We'll have to see if they do that, but it's it's not where it needs to be. There's time to improve it. We'll have to see how that plays out over the next couple of days. But that is the one glaring weakness of this team. And the running game didn't look any better than it did last season. In fact, it looked very similar to how it looked last year. So they really need to tighten that up because... 
if they can't get a running game going, it's going to force these quarterbacks to throw the ball more than they would like to. And that's going to expose that offensive line and pass protection, which could really debilitate this offense. So they have to get their running game going. And that's going to start up front with the offensive line. I also wanted to spend some time talking about the wide receiver position. I didn't do much of that yesterday following the game. George Pickens had a nice catch. There was one play where he tried to make a one-handed catch. It looked like his arm was tied up a bit, which may have prevented him from trying to get both mitts on it. But Trubisky said to him after the game, you know, quit trying to make those ESPN highlight plays and get two hands on the ball. I don't know if he could actually do that there. I think the defender had pretty good position on him. But he did have that nice down-the-field reception. The, the Pickens block special, which we're beginning to see, where he just jams a dude off the line of scrimmage and knocks him on his ass, was in effect yesterday. That was uh, pretty impressive to see. And I know a lot of people are expecting Pickens to be rookie of the year type material, and he definitely can be that. But also keep in mind, too, that he's playing with a new quarterback in Mitch Trubisky and quite possibly Kenny Pickett. So we have to give him time because there's that uncertainty at the quarterback position. If he doesn't come out with 100-yard games or he's catching all these touchdowns, I wouldn't be quick to criticize him. It's going to take some time for this offense to get going. Gunnar Olszewski played well, as did Steven Sims. Talked about him. I think Sims makes the roster. Calvin Austin, more than likely, is going to go to the practice squad because he hasn't been available. And I think that opens the door for Miles Boykin, who he's been consistent all training camp, all preseason and he also gives you value on special teams. So I think there's a space on the roster for him. And the door isn't shut completely on Calvin Austin. He just needs to get repetitions out there with the team. And if he's on the practice squad, he'll have the avail- the potential to do that. Now, some people might say, well, if you, if you cut him, you're going to expose him to the waiver wire. Somebody might try to scoop him up. That's true. But what did he show in camp and preseason that somebody wants to sign him unless they're just going strictly off his potential from college which is a possibility um, but I think there's a good chance that he ends up on the practice squad how about Pat Freyermuth yesterday he is poised for a big season very excited to see what he's going to be able to do alongside Zach Gentry I said before the season even started when I was doing the depth chart analysis that tight end is a quiet position of strength I'm a firm believer in that even more so now having seen what Connor Hayward has been able to do. And I talked a little bit yesterday about Connor Hayward. Does he make TJ Watt expendable? Do they see Hayward as a possible fullback? We know that he's Mr. Versatility. He could be your H-back, tight end. He could split out. He's highly athletic. Is that a move that they make? Do they cut Derek Watt? Do they let him go? Now, Watt offers a lot in terms of special teams value, but can that be made up through another player on the roster. Just something I've been thinking about that I'm considering as I work through my final 53-man roster iteration. But again, just very impressed with the tight end position overall. On the defensive side of the ball, I liked what I saw from the defensive line with Alu Alu, Hayward, and Larry Ogunjobi out there. There was the one big run that was given up on that screen for a big chunk of yardage, but outside of that, it was pretty strong for that first unit. As the depth players got in there, the run defense became leakier and leakier. But again, I wouldn't put that on those defensive linemen. 
Devin Bush was impressed with what he did yesterday. Finally, now there were still some plays where you're left shaking your head that he could have got off the block a bit better from a tight end or ran with the tight end down the field in terms of pass coverage. But to see him make that play in the backfield, that was good. And hopefully that does some magic for his confidence. Miles Jack, big winner out of training camp and preseason contest. Excited to have him at inside backer, a true legit inside linebacker, a Pittsburgh Steelers style inside backer. And he could be poised for a big season very excited to see what he's going to offer. He's just explosive to the play. He reads and reacts pretty quickly. And Miles Jack could resurrect his career in Pittsburgh on this defense. In terms of the outside linebackers, didn't see much from Derek Tuska or Hamilcar Rashid, which means that this team's probably going to look at free agents that are available or the available players after roster cutdowns from all the NFL teams tomorrow. They're average at best. I think they keep Tusker around just because of his familiarity with the organization. This is his second year here, but they may try to find another outside backer to put into the rotation. I don't think it's going to be Delonte Scott, even though he had a decent showing yesterday. And again, I don't think it's going to be Rashid. He really didn't do much of anything. Mark Robinson played well on special teams. He made some plays on defense, but he is just so raw and inexperienced. He's going to take time to develop. I'm not sure if there's a spot on the 53-man roster for him just yet, but I'll say this much on the flip side. Buddy Johnson in year number two has not been impressive at all, and I think he is a strong candidate to be cut. Possibly he could end up on the practice squad, and that may open the door for Mark Robinson. So if there is a path for Mark Robinson to the 53-man roster, it's that avenue it's no, I'm drawing a blank here it's Buddy Johnson going to the practice squad Blaine stays thought the corners played well yesterday really excited about Akella Witherspoon I thought he had a nice preseason the little wrinkle that they showed with Cam Sutton pushing inside Levi Wallace bouncing outside was nice and then Mika Fitzpatrick just looked stout yesterday I am I'm very excited to see what he can do this year and I know that he said he wants to be the defensive player of the year. The guy has the talent to do it. Maybe he puts up that type of season. So really a lot of positives yesterday. The biggest drawbacks, again, offensive line, pass protection, run blocking, defensive line in terms of that depth, just stopping the run. It wasn't there. And again, those are the two bugaboos from last year that really held this team down. So we'll have to see if those get corrected. We'll have to see how it all plays out come week one in Cincinnati and hey, the Steelers made it. They made it through training camp. They made it through the preseason. And now they are gearing up for the Bengals, starting off the year with AFC North football, a very, very important game. And let's see how this thing shakes out. Again, I want to thank you so much for being a supporter of the Still Study, being here with me on episode 400 of the study session. It means everything to me. Please continue to share my work with your family and friends. Don't forget about the podcast that I do do with Jim Wexel over in his site, The Still City Insider. It is linked in the show notes. If you want to connect, we could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow 
on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You could subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. Would love for you to do that. And don't forget about the donut button. That is the donate button. This is a completely free site. But if you appreciate what I do, you want to buy me a beer and help with the cost of site upkeep, there's a button on the site. Click on that, donate whatever you'd like, a quarter, 50 cents, a dollar, anything will be appreciated. And even if you don't donate anything, I appreciate Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies. And as we close out episode 400, I just want to tell you this. I am geared up, rocking and ready to go. Let's get after episode 500. Looking forward to a great season of Pittsburgh Steelers football. And just am so grateful for all of you. And remember on this beautiful Monday, August 29th, 2022. Life is beautiful. Black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make this an amazing week. That's an order. That's a command. Go do something amazing and phenomenal with your life. Do some good. Peace.